All right, you guys ready to yell get, about purple get, fish for a while? Get. I am. I'm so excited. You're tuned into the GoCast podcast, your one-stop shop for updates, news, tips, and community in the world of Pokemon Go. Thank you for listening. Research Task Overload, Hoenn Appreciation Month, Everything Gets Shaken Up, and more on this episode of GoCast. Hi, and welcome to episode 30 of the GoCast podcast, 3 Wowza. About time for our midlife crisis. I, well, uh, uh-oh. <laughs> I don't with that one. Let's go back. <laughs> it's January 19th. I'm your host, Chris, and this week I'm joined by Ness. Hello. And Kyle. Hiya. Hello. All three of us are here, as we normally are. Today was the Phoebus Limited Field Research Event. It was a day. It was quite the day. (laughs) Um, We're in the Midwest, as you may or may not know, so it's rather snowy here, this snowy evening. And cold. It's very cold here Mm -hmm. in Illinois. We're excited to be here this week to talk about all the things that happened or the things that didn't. Maybe shouldn't have happened. Well, I guess mostly just today. Uh, <laughs> we'll get to that we'll get in there. a minute here. We will. But we have we got some business to take care of uh, as we normally do at the beginning here. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about our weeks. And as a primer, let's talk about the goals that we set for ourselves last week. Ness, first. Yes. 200,000 experience. Oh, yes. You did it? Mm-hmm. All right. Shiny Phoebus. Yes. You did. Mm-hmm. All right. Did you get... To the Ultra League veteran no. gold medal. No, I didn't. Yeah. No. I saw that coming early on in the week. We were just too exhausted all the time to do anything. Right. Yeah. Ness and I have been battling back and forth. And in fact, I'll skip over Kyle really quick because I also failed at that goal that I had yeah. set. Uh, we, <laughs> we didn't keep up the clip of no. 25 wins each every single day. It was a long uh, week. It's a lot. Long week. That, that's dude. a lot to accomplish. But I did get my 50 eggs hatched, and I did catch the two shiny Phoebus that I wanted to get. That's good. So did get those goals. Mm-hmm. Kyle, what about you? 300,000 experience? Yes. Got it. Oh, good for you. Okay. And did you get to at least 45 on your Sinnoh badge? Yes, I did. You did? Wow. Ooh, did you have to use rare candy? You oh, did. Look no. at his face. Oh, we can see his at face, and he's cost? dying inside. At what, at what cost, cost, Kyle? No. Oh, no. <laughs> 96 rare candies. (gasps) It cost me 96. You didn't. What did you evolve? Empoleon, Lucario, Luxray. Uh, That right there was like 65. Yeah, that's a lot already. Total. And then I evolved a a Croagonk and a Skarupi, but I had the candy for that. And now I'm frantically looking at my Pokedex to remember what else I evolved. You can't tell me not to use rare candy ever again. (laughs) You can't. Technically, he'd be right. But, Ever again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Floatzel. I evolved a Floatzel. Oh, nice. Nice. Okay. I think that was the last one. When I evolved my Buizel, I forgot how disappointing Floatzel was in comparison to Buizel. Um, I think yeah. he's a cool Pokemon, but I think his, like, the noodle that he's got going on, that flotation device, looks a little bit weird. It's like it's trying to be a headrest and a vest at the same time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, I kind of wish it would make up its mind. That's fair. <laughs> so did anything 
interesting happen in anybody's weeks that they want to like shout out? Did you guys make any cool catches? Anything other besides Phoebe State? We'll talk about that in a hot minute here. Anything I got a notable? grout on. I you got did. a ground on today. So did you. I did. We, we got both our got first grout ons today. Yeah. That was nice. I got my first grout on on Wednesday. Yay. So that was that was good. Not shiny yet. Oh, yet. well, you have until but the 29th. So I did get a shiny Kyogre. My second one. Ooh, there you go. Wow. That's two for four on shiny Kyogres. For That's me. good. That's uh, awesome odds for you. And <laughs> yeah. also that's great trading fodder. People really want shiny Kyogre. Mm-hmm. It would be, but I don't have it anymore. So, oh was, no, it was good trading fodder. Uh, I mean, it was just trading fodder. Yes, I, I traded it to my girlfriend. As you do, oh, now as she, you do. Now she has, nice. and it got better. It's like like a ninety three or something. Wow, like that. wow so that's, that's pretty great. Good for her. Pretty awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Good for mm-hmm. her. What else? Uh, shortly after the show last week, I got a shiny Mawile. Stopped on my way to work and did a raid. And I'm like, hey, what if this was shiny? And then we finished it. And I was like, oh. And then people in the car looked at me and they're like, what? I'm like, it's shiny. And they're like, get out. I'm very (laughs) jealous. I'm very jealous. We were just talking last week about how those odds are. It can't be accurate. Was it like one in 75 75, or something like that oh my gosh that's so dumb (laughs) well congratulations good for you that's awesome anything else good did you catch anything else spectacular i got my cubone for the meltan quest i don't remember if i talked about that last week so i'm on the evolve a drowsy part Mm -hmm. oh you and ness are basically tied i have i just have to catch the cubone but i don't think they're going to spawn until after this hoenn event so there's a field research though is there yeah. Yeah. That's okay. how I did it. I'll have to find it. Asked in my Discord, someone pointed it. But not only do I not have any drowsy, except for my shiny drowsy, I only have like 20 drowsy candy. Because you used all oh. of your candy, evolving everything for your Sinnoh badge, yeah, I was about Kyle. to say, I mean, the Sinnoh Pokemon, that's one thing because you evolve some that are difficult to find, but don't use rare candy on drowsy, no, Kyle. Absolutely okay. not. I'm just going to have to like <laughs> okay. suffer for the next like however long. <laughs> Awesome. Okay. Uh, Ness, did you catch anything crazy besides your Groudon? Did you hatch anything cool? No. What? I It's Togapalooza continued. Part two. I hatched like another eight Togapi this week. Wow. <laughs> I need to give me some of those. I need to hatch some of those. I will trade you I all need, of the Togapi. I need 30 more candy for a Togakiss. You need to hatch more eggs, Kyle's what you got to do. Speaking of that, that's another thing. I got an elliptical this last week, so I've wow. been using it. Good for we'll talk you. about the end of the show, but that's going to be getting healthy. tied to my goals. Yeah, getting healthy, fit. Okay. How is your results with Adventure Sync turning out? I've only done it for two days now, but it's hit or miss. First day, it tracked everything. Second day, it only tracked half, which felt really bad. Exact same circumstances, same distance, same clothes, you know, same pace. So Same pocket? Same pocket. Wow. <laughs> In fact, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. The second time I took my phone out of my pocket less, it stayed in there the entire like 30 minutes I was running because I had gotten a tablet to, you know, like watch YouTube on while I ran. So I don't know, man, I work out the kinks. It's a little bit spotty. Hopefully it'll be more accurate for you than it is inaccurate because that is kind of a bummer. I would really like to get 
a stationary bike or something, but we can't do that until after we move now. Stationary bike won't work with a venture sink. Yeah. Mm. Mm -hmm. Ellipticals work only because elliptical will count as steps. It'll track the movement. I guess maybe if you had like one of those tall standing vertical bikes and you didn't sit on the seat. What if I attached it to my leg? What if? (laughs) I guess you could attach it to your leg. Yeah. What if I got like Maybe a like, leg band and I stuck mm, my phone in there? Make sure you exaggerate your movements. Maybe that's what I did wrong the first time. <laughs> I wasn't exaggerating the movements enough. Just tuck it in your leg warmer. When am I wearing a leg warmer? <sighs> when you're running or when you're on your bike. When I'm practicing my flash <laughs> when dance. When you're cycling, when you're in a spin class, you're just like. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. And just I eggs just not- flying everywhere. Hatching. Togapalooza. Togapalooza. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Speaking of Togapalooza, I'm happy you brought that up because I had a banner week this week. Yeah. Are you guys ready? Yeah. I'm almost embarrassed to talk about how lucky I was this week. Yeah. Oh, All right. Boy. So. A number of really great things happened to me this week, including multiple 100% and multiple shinies. Mm-hmm. So I caught a shiny tail out really early on in this event, like the first so day jealous. of the event. So jealous. <laughs> I'm, it's, I got really lucky. I haven't seen one since and I've clicked on a million of them, but it was like the fifth one I clicked on from this event. I hatched a shiny Togepi, turned out to be 96%. Oh. Mm-hmm. Nice. So that's a good one. I hatched a 100% Shinx. Mm-hmm. And then during Phoebus Day today, I'm going to, oh man, I, I wonder if I should you save can't. this for, no. all right, all right, I'll save it, I'll save it. But I got some additional good news for Phoebus Day. We don't actually, why don't we just hop right into that? Okay. 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 Let's get into the news. So the first thing for the news today, let's talk about Phoebus Limited Field Research Day because it's what everybody's talking about right now. And not just because it, it like ended a few hours ago, but because there's plenty to talk about and lots of hot takes to be had. Let me tell you. Ooh. So uh, <laughs> in so far as in the notes, all I put underneath it was woof because yeah. we all know exactly what we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. But let's just review really quick if you don't know what we're about to talk about or a reaction to it, or if you didn't participate in the event or you didn't know what was happening for some reason, here's what the event was. During normal community day hours today, Saturday, the 19th, I also believe it was on the, is it the 20th for one of the other regions yet to come? I think it was something. However, that that. time zones work out. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure. But during that period of time, Unlike a community day where there's lots of spawns and the shiny rate is super boosted and you click on them and they're all over the place, just like Pokemon in the wild. This one was focused around research tasks, and that means spinning stops, getting those research tasks, completing said tasks, and then getting the Pokemon from as an encounter from those tasks. Mm -hmm. Um, And the Pokemon featured was Feebas, which Mm -hmm. is cool. And the shiny is purple. Sounds great, right? So wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So wrong. (laughs) Right. So here's kind of like the overview of some of the things that were an issue. The tasks, first and foremost, what they were and what you had to do to complete them were kind of an issue, especially for people like us that were in the middle of like, you know, a winter storm and couldn't really get out and do things like hatch an egg, earn a buddy candy really quick. Or make 10 or 15 nice or great throws? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Without increased spawn rates. <sighs> right. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty much normal spawn rates. And then on top of that, the fee bass that were coming from these encounters, 
that shiny rate was more like a legendary raid day rate than it was a community day. So it wasn't like one in 25. It was even it was worse like, than that. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was worse than that because there were lots of people online that were reporting like zero out of 67 or zero out of 50. Like one in 50, one in 75 shiny rate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it was pretty abysmal. That being said, I think the three of us had rather mixed results. And even though one of us, I'm raising my hand made out like a bandit this time i still think this event needed some work it was rough so before we talk about what we think could have gone better in this event why don't we talk about the experiences that each of us had sure so kyle do you want to go first first. (laughs) all right so i woke up this morning at like 10 o'clock checked my phone to check you know discord and reddit saw everyone just really upset over the community research day from like Australia and Asia. And I'm like, you know what? We just got eight inches of snow. It's mm-hmm. like 10 degrees outside. I'm going to pass. That does not sound like fun. And judging by what I've heard, I think I made the right decision this time. Arguably, yes. Yes, you did. That being said, the crazy people that did go out, there's two of them yeah. right here. That's us. <laughs> so, Kyle, thank you for representing the sane part of this podcast. Now for the other half. Ness, what did we do today? We went out into the snow. Um, we weren't planning on staying the whole time. We drove around into like the neighboring town, but everybody out there was just as crazy as we were. So our surrounding towns have pretty intense pogo playing communities. Everybody's always out for everything. So it didn't matter that, you know, we had eight inches to a foot of snow in some areas with drift or that it was freezing and that everybody was getting stuck in parking lots and we had to push cars around just to get them out. Oh, but no. everybody was around and doing stuff. It like it just kind of was not great. This event was really bad yeah. for me in particular because we were driving around so much and I get really motion sick when I'm looking down at something while we're driving. So Chris was driving and I just got so sick. So I once we got to the point where we got all of the research tasks that just took distance so the hatch an egg get a buddy candy that whole thing i just put my phone down while chris drove and just like took a 10 minute nap to reset a little bit so that that was a little bit hard i mean it was it was incredibly cold for us here today and again like you were saying we all just got like a ton of snow and the place that we were at today well first of all I i have to preface this whole thing we had plans for like today and this afternoon and stuff like that. And we didn't go because the roads are supposed to be really icy, mm-hmm. supposed to be really bad. And we're like, okay, cool. Well, now that we don't have, we're not going out today, which is a bummer. We're going out for a birthday for a friend, but we're like, okay, cool. Well, you know, there's a place that's like a 10 minute drive down the road. Maybe, let's see if we can get there, spend some stops and come back home. Just right. so that we can we, say that we yeah, tried. We really weren't planning on staying out for the event. Right. That wasn't the plan. Mm-hmm. But... <laughs> A few growdons later and, uh, you know, <laughs> I mean, anyway, we were like, well, we'll just stay in the car. We'll just grab a few stops. We'll spin three. You know, I had my Pokeball Plus going. Spun mm-hmm. three. We'll, we'll park somewhere safe, do the quest and move on. Well, these quests were kind of set up in such a way that you couldn't really do that feasibly. Right. Uh, 10 to 15 throws, unless you had a stack of research and you were really good at throwing. Not that great. I saw a lot of people talking on Twitter and in the Discord about how it really doesn't favor the casual player. And mm-hmm. like kids that are out doing this that are young, they're not making these like great throws, these nice throws, 10, 15 at yeah. a time. 
you know, it's it's kind of stacked against that sort of player. And these days are supposed to be designed to really bring people together as a community. And I mm-hmm. feel like this accomplished that, but in a negative way towards <laughs> the event. You know what I mean? Um, also, we did talk last week that during Squirtle Community Day, which is the only other time that we've ever had like an encounter based research task encounter reward that during Squirtle Day, if you went to a stop and the squirrel you got out of that was shiny, it was shiny for everybody. Right. Locked shinies. Right. But the IVs were rolled again. This event, shininess and IVs were rolled for every single time. It's completely, completely random. random. So you still couldn't get shinies for everybody if you called it out. You know, there's good reasons, bad reasons for that. Whatever. We're not going to get into it again. If you want to hear that whole conversation, we talked about it last week. But I don't know. I I do want to say my comment about last week, because I was in favor of the RNG, it was assuming it was going to be a boosted rate, like Community Day, 1 in 25. Right. Not what we got. Right. That yeah. being said, um, I did have an immense amount of luck. I got 20 Phoebus encounters total. And that's that's including like two that I still have that I haven't finished yet. So out of the 18 that I already opened and claimed three shiny, which mm-hmm. is really great. Wow. And then two 100 percent Feebas as well that's out of that crazy. batch. So I'm I mean, I'm really happy about my results, but I'm not so thrilled about everybody's attitude about the event. Um, and I don't hold them accountable for that. I mean, it was kind of a cruddy event. I didn't have a lot of fun that last time we were walking down a, a path with somebody. Mm-hmm. And we were like going through snow drifts and stuff like that like because 30 we mile an hour winds said and... we were going to commit to one of these raids and there was no yeah. easy way to get to it other than down like this quarter mile walking path through a park. And it was not <laughs> that fun. Bye. So we just wanted to do it. I don't know. The raids were the most exciting part of this event, honestly. I mean, everybody yeah. was already out. Um, and everybody that was near us was just driving in a loop, this specific loop around the area, like maybe a half mile, mile loop because they were just like running through those research tasks that took the distance. So all of these cars were in a caravan, just driving in circles. And then when a raid would pop up, we'd get out of our cars, go do the raid. Um, Yeah. So I did 23 Phoebus encounters. And out of those, I did not get a single shiny. So Chris traded me one of his and that's how I got my shiny Phoebus. But I did not get any shinies. And that was disappointing. My but hands. we did get a Groudon. I mean, that's cool. Yeah, I got two Groudon and a Kyogre. But I mean, the Phoebus day wasn't much of a Phoebus day for me. Yeah, it was kind of it was kind of weird. So mm-hmm. anyway, everybody's kind of in agreement that it kind of stunk. But what could they do to make this work? Because, I mean, I think we can all agree that the idea, the concept is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Because they're kind of making an event out of a non-event you know it's a nice way to release a shiny instead of just like hey well it's february 2019 i guess you guys can have this now like it's kind of cool to showcase it and it's fun to have a reason to go out and stuff like that boosted rates would have helped yes boosted rates or the entire weekend yeah more time would have been used to so many things that could have been done with minor changes that would have been great Mm -hmm. a boosted rate of one in 25 fantastic Increased spawns, just in general, yeah. without having mm-hmm. to use lures. Or if you want to keep it community day themed, make lures last the whole time. Mm-hmm. Type of thing. Yeah, something. Something. Like something that makes or, you know, forego all of that, less catches. Easier 
field research. If you expect somebody to do 50 or 75 field research in three hours, don't make them take five plus minutes each. Mm-hmm. Oh, five catching. plus minutes. It was 10, 15. Oh, well, because we were running out of Pokemon, we had to yeah, move exactly. and it took us longer. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like, you know, five throws, 15 is unreasonable, I think. Right. If it was 15, it should be like land 15 curveballs. Not just that, but it was, you know, 15 nice, 15 great throws. So we're saying we're making every single one of those throws, but there were several times where either our hands were cold or we were just not making those throws. And you'd spend 30 Pokeballs on just one task or, you know, even more than that. We got lucky that we landed most of our throws, but I right. I and can't imagine not landing most of our throws on that. It would have taken us so long. Plus, I think when you have a day and they did encourage people, they were like, yeah, remember, you can only get one task per stop. So you're going to have to explore and venture out and go, go to other stops and stuff like that. That, to me, if they know that a lot of people, again, this comes back to this thing. It's almost like Niantic isn't really addressing this issue or is kind of making it worse by, I don't, by accident, I guess. That kind of means that a lot of people are going to be driving for this event. And while I think that the earn a buddy candy and hatch an egg is great if you're driving around and stuff like that, or at least it should be if the mm-hmm. distance tracks accurately, which which we were having an issue with today ourselves, yep. make 10, 15 throws if I'm driving, I'm not going to cover much ground because I have to pull over to do that unless you want people driving and throwing to catch and that's not something you want. Mm-hmm. We couldn't use our accessories today. We couldn't use our plus or our Pokeball plus. Because we needed to get specific types of throws. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I, I guess maybe for a first try at this, this was okay. But I don't think it went very well. On top of that, the egg one is just out of place. It's so out of place for what they were trying to do. The, the Hatch mm-hmm. a Buddy candy, it works. If people were really try hard, they can switch to a one kilometer buddy. And that's nothing. So we did. Yeah. But the egg is minimum two kilometers. Minimum, unless you use a super incubator on a 2K egg. And no one. Right. You did. Chris. I did. I did. I did. He did do that. I did it twice today. But because I was like, we we weren't playing on staying out that long. You know, we were only going to be out for an hour. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, I'll I'll take the hit on this. I know. It's terrible value for that super incubator. I think think the egg one makes sense because if the weather was nicer, we would have walked between stops and it would have been really easy to hatch eggs. Sure. Over on the other side of the world. You know, Australia, Asia Pacific, they have a lot nicer weather right now. So I, I'd imagine that it would be easier to do that in that area. But for us, that just wasn't great. But like even in nice weather, you're talking, you know, between two and four kilometers per task. They, yep. I know that's not that much yep. distance to cover. That is a significant amount if you have to do that five times in the span of doing your research. What I did do, though, is that since I knew I was going to be driving and I was getting really frustrated with pulling over every once in a while and doing catches, is that I threw out a bunch of them that were until I got three earn a buddy candy or three hatch an egg. Mm-hmm. And then it was worth it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because then I'm getting the value for three tasks out of that one 2K egg, and that's fine. But on their own, I don't think so. Like, if I had to choose between one of those tasks and one of the catching tasks, catching task all day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think all of this would have been fine if it was all weekend or if the tasks were a bit more minimal. You know, make three great throws, make five nice throws, you know, normal research task yeah. rates or would have been if nice. there were bonuses, like Kyle was saying, kind of like a community day, sure. if they had the hatch and egg and it was half egg hatch distance and stuff like mm-hmm. that. 
that would make sense to me. Right. I don't know. I get what they were going for, but you know. Another idea that they could look into for these events and stuff is have field research with multiple completion goals, one or the other. That way you don't have to choose to stack up three at the same time. That's a good idea. Yeah. I don't, I would love to see that. I think that would make that would make event days much more interesting personally. Oh, anyway, I mean, Phoebus Limited Re- uh, Field Research Day, it was an experiment, I suppose. In the future, if they were fine some of these things and if the weather was better, I mean, obviously they can't control the weather, but if they design these events taking all this into account, but even if you didn't take weather into account, some of these tasks just should have been minor tweaks, like yeah. we were saying. I think in the future, if they make some changes, it'll turn out really fun. And mm-hmm. we can look forward to these events in the future. Sure. But I don't know. Maybe if it was just too cold and then crabby because it was cold. But It was an interesting mm-hmm. shakeup, and I see where they were trying to go with it. But like you said, a few a few adjustments, and that would have been a really, really spectacular event instead of moans and groans from the audience. It would have. Yeah, it would have. All right. Well, let's move on to some good news. So as it is, the day that we posted the podcast last week, we got this really great announcement for a fun event. That, of course, is the Hoenn Region Celebration. If you don't know what the Hoenn Region is, it is Gen 3, baby. So if you're really behind on your Generation 3 Hoenn badge, this is your chance during up until the 29th. It runs from the 15th, which is you know, four days gone at this point in time through to the 29th at 1 mm-hmm, p.m. Mm-hmm. PST, which is usually the time that all events begin and slash or end. The features are increased Hoenn spawns around the world. Sure. Hoenn themed field research tasks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And those research tasks are there's only three of them. Evolve three Wurmple and then I'll get you a trap inch. You know, everybody wants another trap inch. Yeah. Hatch two <laughs> eggs. Get yourself a nose pass. Yes. Catch 10 Zigzagoon or Taylau, and that's 1,000 Stardust. I always love the 1,000 Stardust mm-hmm. quests, and there are tons of Zigzagoon and Taylau out. I caught a trap inch in the wild, and I was so upset about it. I've it seen was the so worst. many. Yeah. I think I've seen <laughs> 15 trap inch. I'm just like, you're taunting me, aren't you? It's snowing outside. Why are <laughs> trap inch out here? Put more snow runs. Why aren't there snow runs outside? Right. That would that's be fair. ideal. I think that they're just excited to not be trapped inside 10 kegs anymore. Yeah, but now they're just everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So besides those tasks, in addition to that stuff, there's uh, raid battles, including uh, Hoenn Pokemon and legendary Pokemon. Kyogre and Groudon came yes. back. We were talking about that a little bit before, mm-hmm. but they're tied to this event. And so they leave on the 29th. So if you don't have a Groudon yet, like we didn't until this week, the three of us. Now's your time to go get one. Go get that Kyogre. They can both be shiny. Shiny Kyogre is pink, big pink whale monster. Yes. Mm-hmm. And shiny Groudon is like a green, green like yellow, a weird yellow green like thing. Lime green. Is he? Yeah. I think he's more yellow than he's he is. Definitely okay. Definitely more yellow. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's, like a, it's like a gross yellow green, like a mellow yellow color. You know what I mean? There you go. All right, so in, in addition to those two being in raids, he, here's what else you can expect in raids, because we did get a shakeup with this event. Mm-hmm. In Tier 1, uh, Wingle, Plusle, Minin, Shuppet, and Duskull. All five of those can be shiny. 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 Now par for the course for Tier 1. Shiny. Tier 2, you're going to see Grovile, Combuskin, and Marshtomp, which is the second stage evolutions of the starters from that region. Curlia, Sableye, and Mawile. So Sableye and Mawile, those can be shiny. Kyle knows. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Tier 3, Lunatone, 
Soul Rock, Crawdont, and Clay Doll. It's a weird cool. yeah. tier. It's a weird tier. It is. It but is it's a weird cool. tier. Yes. But if you're like a lot of us and you haven't been able to track down a Lunatone and or a Soul Rock, this is a great opportunity for you to fill in that dex. Mm-hmm. Tier four, Shiftry, Agron. <laughs> I made a typo and it says aggros in here. <laughs> and that's maybe how we feel about it. Yeah. <laughs> maybe that wasn't a typo after all. <laughs> Absol is back Yay. in tier four raids. He can be shiny or she can be shiny. And Metagross is there too, which is kind of an exciting one. Metagross is, mm-hmm. a, is a good catch. It's a good raid boss. Yeah. Especially at tier four. He feels like he belongs there. Mm-hmm. At tier five, we talked about this already. Groudon and Kyogre, both of those can be shiny. They're available. And in EX raids, we're still looking at that attack form for Deoxys. Mm-hmm. So nothing nothing too out of left field at those those top tiers there. But I think tier one is exciting. I think tier three is exciting. I don't really get the Groval, Combuskin, Marshtomp thing. Kind of weird. We've only ever seen the starters in tier one before in the past. Other than when I think Charizard was in tier, tier three. five raids for a while at the beginning of raids when they first came out. Something like that. I don't remember. Who remembers uh, two years ago? 2016. Eh, what a time to be alive. Whatever. All right. So that's the raids. There's still more to this event. Mm-hmm. Hoenn Pokemon increased hatches from seven kilometer eggs. Okay. Let's talk about this egg pool. So there's the Alolan Pokemon, right? They're still in the uh-huh. egg pool and babies are still in the egg pool. So in seven Ks, lots of stuff is going on. There's I'm so just going to list all these. Alolan Sandshrew, Alolan Vulpix, Alolan Diglett, Alolan Meowth, Alolan Geodude, Alolan Grimer. No surprises. Yes. We're good there. Mm-hmm. We know what to expect. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm sorry, everybody that hatches an Alolan Grimer. He's not shiny. He's just Alolan. All right. Now for the babies. Pichu can be shiny. Cleffa, Iglybuff, Togepi can be shiny. Tyrogue, Smoochum, Elekid can be shiny. Magby can be shiny. Azuril can be shiny. Mm-hmm. Why not? Can also be shiny. Badoo, shiny. Chingling's in there. Munchlax. Riolu still in there. Mantike. Cool. Now for the weird ones. This yeah. is some gen- Generation 3 magic going on here. Lilip and Anorith. <laughs> Feebas, if you didn't get your fill today. <laughs> but it can't be shiny from the eggs. It can't be shiny from the eggs. You well, just get actually, a plain old Feebas. I think maybe it can be shiny now post maybe. this weekend. Yeah, I'm not entirely pretty sure. sure it can be. The, I think the resource that I'm pulling this information from here was made prior to this event, so probably. Maybe. We'll see. I'm not sure. That's not confirmed, so don't take our word for it if it is or isn't. Uh, Beldum can be shiny in that egg pool. And Ninkata, mm-hmm. which is a cool one. So if you didn't get the task when it was available, you can now hatch in seven kilometer eggs. But given the size of the the hatching pool here, you probably will never see it. Mawile and Absol are also only 7k eggs just to really push you off balance, but mm. at least those two can be shiny. I just want to say, with this entire pool, I keep just getting Togepi. <laughs> Not even shiny Togepis, just a whole bunch of Togepi. What are the odds? They're bad. Uh, well, They're bad odds. Mean, how, many, weighted, how many are there? It's weighted, so, you know, counting them won't do you any good. Still! I feel like there's other things that hold the same weight, if not okay, more. But even if they weren't weighted, it's a 1 in 28 chance, Kyle. But Toga-Palooza. if they are weighted, Togepi could have a 1 in 6 chance. You know, that's how that works. You never know. That would make a lot of sense. But in all Togepi, Kyle. I mean, it's bad luck. No, I'm not going to lie. 
I can tell you what is not hatching out of here and it's just a complete lie in this thing, even though I have one. Chingling? <laughs> Nobody can get him. It's like um, one in a million. Somebody in our Discord hatched two in a row? Two. Back two. to back. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They just used all of their luck up on two egg hatches. They should probably not even play for the rest of the year. Uh <laughs> Wow. No, that's really, I mean, that's that's incredible luck right there. I, mm-hmm. I haven't seen them all while on Absol from either, any of these eggs, but it doesn't mean I guess they're not out there. So there you go. This new egg pool has me wanting to talk about something. How do you feel about the 7K pool being so large now? I like it, I think. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm okay with it. I think what they could do, though, I'm a fan of them expanding the pool, right, beyond Alolan. But by, like, a grouping of one. When it was Alolans and babies, that was cool. If it See? was Alolans yeah. and Generation 3, that'd be cool. But Alolans, and babies, everything. Gen 3, also some of, like, this current generation stuff that we're going through right now that are kind of rare, like Munchlax and Riolu and Chingling and stuff. It seems like overkill. It does. Why not spread the love to some 2K eggs with some of these babies that are rarer and stuff like that? Yeah, 2K eggs aren't even worth it right now. Not really. I mean, there's stuff worth hatching out of there, but this is really where the gold is, Mm -hmm. the 7K eggs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe it's because we gave them so much guff about the 7K eggs for like the entire summer. We just hated them. Wow. And then they did the regional event and now they're just throwing everything in 7K eggs because we told them we hated having Alolans and that was it. <laughs> I guess. We didn't hate having Alolans until we all got them. Until we had all of the Alolans all the time. Right. How many times can you hatch a rat? <laughs> many. <laughs> He's not even in here. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Thank Alolan God. rat has not even in this egg Thank pool. God. Yeah, that would be... Oh, that would be so angry. I think the only thing that I disagree with in practice with these 7K eggs is that it gives you the same amount of experience in Stardust as a 5K egg. Mm. And I think it should be more. Okay. I do, because you're working harder to hatch these eggs. Okay. But uh, how do you wait, how do you feel about that egg pool, Kyle? I'm pretty negative about it, honestly. It's just, <laughs> it's too big. It's how many? Like 32 Pokemon? 28. 28 Pokemon? 28. It's too many, in my opinion, just in general. Most of the stuff in there is interesting. It's just, it's too diverse. You're going for babies, all of a sudden you're getting, you know, a Phoebus. That doesn't feel good. <laughs> getting a Phoebus feels as good as getting, you know, one of those Alolan Pokemon, more or less. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, but like getting like an Absol or a Mawel is really exciting. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, but I, I also will say that. I mean, if they made the, all the baby Pokemon, let's say they replaced the Alolan Pokemon with just babies and there were seven babies and one of them was rarer than all the other ones, then we would have a similar situation that we did with all the Alolans when they first came out when nobody was getting Alolan Vulpix. And that means that in a month, we'd just be sick of all these and everybody would have them. Yeah. I just, I liked the idea of the 7K eggs being targeted more. You know, you want this, get nine of them. Hatch all nine at the same time, you know, get those incubators going. That's what they want you to do, obviously. So, but with like, with 28 in there, hatching just nine 7K eggs almost feels bad. Yes. I do think it's really strange that current raid bosses are also in the eggs. That seems weird. I'm excited about like, I'm actually okay with that. the one in a million chance that you can get them. It's just, those seem more off base than anything else well, that should have happened before right now. sooner i think it than should now. it should have happened before i agree and then the only thing is that separates these two is that these are the two that you can't get in the wild or any other way basically mm-hmm. 
you know, like Metagross and stuff like that, like you can catch Beldum in the wild and things like that. But with Mobile and Absol, like you have to raid for those. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of cool to see them also in the eggs because they should have an, like a nice shiny rate and all that stuff. So that's kind of exciting. There's still more things about this event. Yeah. Right, let's finish it out here. Um, I don't want to talk about this next one too long because Kyle's going to talk about it. But Breloom evolved during the event will know Grass Knot as an exclusive move, which is kind of neat. They're doing that for an event instead of like a community day thing. Uh, again, I'm not going to talk about it too much. Don't want to steal any thunder here. And then Shiny Zigzagoon and Taylau came out with this. Mm-hmm. That also includes their evolutions, uh, Linoon and... Swallow. Swallow, thank you. Beyond those, Team Magma and Team Aqua Avatar items are out. That was basically like the Team Rocket of this generation. They look great. Um, yeah, they're they're pretty cool. I'm a fan of these these pieces of clothes. Lots of hoods and, and hats and stuff like that. If you ever wanted to be a pirate, now's your time. If you ever wanted to be a demon cat. How did you know? <laughs> really? Thanks. Thanks, John Hankey. You can see right into my soul. All right. Last piece of news here. And technically, it's actually associated with this event. So I guess it's just a continuation on that. But we got new boxes in the store. And we're going to talk about how they're not bad. Actually, they're really not that bad at all. For the special box, this is 480 Poke coins. You're going to get three premium raid passes, two regular incubators, three star pieces, and 10 pineapple berries. Why the pineapple berries? Just, just anyway, it's a, <laughs> it's a good value box. Whatever for greats, you're going to get five premium raid passes, three super incubators, four lucky eggs, and two lure modules. This is probably the best great box we've seen in a very long time. It's a good one. But the ultra box is also pretty fantastic. Eight premium raid passes, twelve super incubators, ten star pieces, eight incense. Not bad. The incense is the only iffy one, but the rest of the stuff is pretty good. Do you guys care about these boxes at all? You're going to get one or not? I bought one of the ultra boxes before the event just for the incubators, really. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was fine enough to to buy it. Yeah. yeah. I didn't feel like I'd be wasting my money on it. (laughs) Okay. I mean, so the last (laughs) box that had like the regular incubators and the super incubators in there for the hatchathon, the egg bonanza thing. you bought four I was not a fan of that. Egg bananas. I bought, I didn't buy any of those. I bought one of those. I bought one of those. I bought three of the ones prior to that. I thought you bought two of them. That one was really good value. Because I, I berated so. you for it while we were at the mall. So you got at least one. That's for sure. Did I? God, I don't remember. I'm really happy you remember because I don't. <laughs> I tried to black that stuff out. You know what I, I mean? was like, how could you? And then I looked at Ness and I'm like, how could you let him? And then Ness <laughs> said, you just have to pick your battles. <laughs> I did say that. <laughs> it's coming back to me now. I, I recall this conversation. Uh, well, the, those boxes are in the in the shop. They're pretty okay. So go take a look at those. All right. I'm done. So it's <laughs> Kyle's turn. Thank Let's do goodness. Gear Up. Somebody cut that man off. Oh, geez. So this week on Gear Up, we have two things we're going to talk about. We're going to quickly go over Groudon and Kyogre because they're relevant. Good, 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 good. Mm-hmm. So for Kyogre... It's water type. Both of these Pokemon are really straightforward to counter and deal with. Neither of the raids are exceptionally hard this time around. I don't know if they were more difficult before because I wasn't really paying attention previously. But for Kyogre, if he doesn't have Blizzard, use your electric types of choice. Whatever you want to use. Zapdos, Electivire, and Raikou are statistically your best options. If he does have Blizzard... You're going to want to use your strongest grass-type Pokemon, those being Frenzy Plant Venusaur, Grass Knot Breloom, which is a little spoiler for the next section, 
and Roserade being your best choices. Groudon has a little bit of overlap. If Groudon has Solar Beam, you're going to want to use that exact same grass team. The Venusaur, the Breloom, the Roserade. Alolan Executor is really good as well. Always fun to have a chance to use Tallboy. Right. Any chance. Even when it's not acceptable, sometimes it's fun to just I do love a there. team of Tallboys. Just yeah. 20 people all with Tallboys, mm-hmm. all of their heads just banging into the Groudon. <laughs> I want to see it, please. Somebody. <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> but if Groudon doesn't have Solar Beam, your best choice is going to be your strongest water team. So it's going to be Kyogre and Hydro Cannon for Alligator are the most obvious choices given the timing. But other than that, there's not much else to do. Both of them can be shiny. So good luck on your shiny hunt. I still want that shiny Groudon so badly. Same. So badly. Some woman in one of the first raid that we were doing today, the first Groudon raid, she turned her phone to us. She's like, is this shiny? And it was the lemon lime green thing. Ugh. We're like, yes. Yes, that is shiny. And she's like, oh, good. <laughs> yeah, she was just delighted. Yeah, it was really great, but we were all like seething internally. <laughs> there was somebody, <laughs> somebody across the place we were raiding because we split up into three groups because there was a ton of people out where we were, and somebody overheard us from across the like the entire parking lot and was like, "Hey, did you say that was a shiny?" And she was like, "Yeah, I got a shiny. It's really great." And and like somebody like behind was like, "Hey, congratulations!" And somebody even further was like, "I hate you." <laughs> it was really awesome. Oh, look at that community. Just building right there. (laughs) Chris mentioned briefly, any shroomish that you evolve into a Breloom during this event is going to learn Grass Knot. But is it worth it? The answer is yes. Pretty straightforward. Grass Knot is really good. It is a really, really good grass type attack. How good is it? It's so good that it makes Breloom the number one (laughs) grass type DPS in the game. Wow. (gasps) That's awesome. Clutch my frenzy plant Venusaurs. Well, don't don't get rid of your frenzy plant Venusaurs just yet. It gives him the number one DPS. It does not give him the number one TDO. So that's important distinction. Yeah. Breloom is not the bulkiest Pokemon, unfortunately. So true. Someone true. like a frenzy plant Venusaur is going to still be a better, more reliable choice. It's going to have a higher TDO, slightly lower DPS. But this makes Breloom a really good option for obtainable raid grass dps which granted is not the most needed except right now which is great so if you have any trouble with building a groudon or kyogre team sitting out there right right outside catch all those shroomish also breloom is grass fighting so that's actually a really good typing if you want to take down gyms because you can learn the fighting type moves to take down all those blissies or snorlax or slackings And if you want to unlock a second move, you learn that Grass Knot or vice versa, you can also take down any water types that you see in gyms. Like Gyaradoses are really popular. I can't think of any other off the top of my head, but... The Feraligators we all just caught. Feraligators. (laughs) But it's probably not worth the extra Stardust because you can just use a Machamp for your fighting and then use Breloom for your Grass type. Because Breloom with Grass Knot does not perform very well in PvP. Which is a little unfortunate because mm. I like yeah, I like Breloom. It's grown on me in the last like you know couple months. Yeah, me too. Really got to pull for the underdog. He's actually pretty good in the current Boulder Cup meta, but not with Grass Knot. He needs the type coverage. He needs. It's mostly about his type coverage. Rather, I mean, his fighting move is like huge on him, and he he has good attack, so he can make use of it. 
It's just his bulk that right. he's lacking. It's a fun addition. It's really exciting to see them add new moves in relation to events. It's something we can look forward to for more events. Awesome. All right. Well, why don't we continue the conversation about Groudon? Mm-hmm. Let's go in the Pokalore. So we're going to talk about Groudon this week as he makes his way back to raids. He is the continent Pokemon. Groudon is a massive bipedal dinosaur-like creature covered in red segmented plates of thick skin that act as armor. It has a gray underside and large white spikes that run along the sides of its head, body, and tail. It has four claws on each hand, four dozer-like blades on the end of its large tail, and three claws on each foot with gray markings under its feet. It also has blue stripes inside the seams of its armor plating, which can only be seen when Groudon is glowing with power. Groudon is an immensely powerful Pokemon, having the ability to summon intense droughts and cause volcanic eruptions. The droughts it can cause allow it to evaporate water, while the volcanic eruptions it can summon enable it to create land. It sleeps underground in large magma chambers, and if it encounters its rival, Kyogre, they will engage in a cataclysmic battle. Groudon is the only known Pokemon capable of learning the move Precipice Blades. So its stats are really awesome. Its max CP is 4115, so he has a pretty high ceiling there. Powerful attack stat of 270, which puts him at rank 13. A good defense stat of 228, which is rank 28. And a solid stamina stat of 205, which is really nothing to sneeze at. So he's just a big old tank. With lots tank of damage. That can cause damage. It's yeah. a real tank. I mean, again, I think Kyle mentioned this, but he's the best ground yes. Pokemon. So the best <laughs> movesets are Mudshot, which is a ground uh, move, and Solar Beam, which is grass, or Mudshot and Earthquake if you wanted to do double ground. So it is the best ground Pokemon in the game with that double moveset. Solar Beam is nothing to joke about either, though. I think we had one Solar Beam and one Earthquake that we were facing today, and Solar oh, Beam God. just kicked our butts it did yeah Uh, not quite as much i did forget to mention this when we had our kyogre raid when kyle was talking about counters to kyogre do you mind if i backtrack just a second yeah don't bring zapdos (laughs) (laughs) don't bring zapdos well hang on now Uh, why not well because i knew blizzard (laughs) oh i'm sorry what did i say i it it (laughs) auto-selected like my cloister that's the hint that it has blizzard right there the cloisters. I know. I was like, oh, I was like, it has Blizzard. God. And Chris was like, why would it be putting your water Pokemon in? No, 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 no. Okay, no. It was, <laughs> it put in, it put in five Kyogres against the Kyogre. And I'm like, mm-hmm. nah, I know better. And I threw in five Zapdos and my mm-hmm. Electivire. And it <laughs> one shot every one of my Zapdos. I'm like, stand there. I'm like, it did that first. I'm like, oh no. My it, Cloister survived so long. Her Cloister lasted the longest out of anybody's Four Pokemon in the entire mm-hmm. raid. Like, mm-hmm. she was like, playing with him and then somebody's like yeah cloister is that the same cloister like all of us have like rejoined at this point in time and she's like oh yeah that's the same one don't you worry about it am i gonna do any damage she's like don't worry about it he's I'm, doing damage. i was the only one in the lobby because all of you guys were repicking your teams and rejoining my cloister was just going at this him is why, this like, is go, why cloister, everybody go. needs this kind of information it's the same thing for yes. Groudon. It's like, oh yeah i'm gonna bring in all those water types solar beam one shot one shot one right. shot yeah. right <laughs> Exactly. Don't do what I did. Listen to the recommended suggestions unless it's Agron. Then don't listen to well, it. Well, hang on. Right. Don't listen to the recommended suggestions. They're terrible. But they can let you know they what... They do give you a hint. They let you know what move yeah. it has. Right. And then you can plan. Right. But that's Awful. Groudon. So Groudon is really awesome. I didn't actually know that Groudon and Kyogre were like mortal enemies. Yep. Yeah. I didn't Ooh. know that. I'm excited. You and I should play through Ruby and Sapphire. Oh, Never please do. You want do. me to play through everything. 
Oh, wouldn't that be Ruby and Sapphire? Lo- and they Generation have a Three is great. They have a remake. Yeah, I have Omega Ruby, so we could we could also play through that. Okay, that'd be fun. Okay, my favorite yeah, generation maybe for it's one right of our there. patron shows. Maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of things that are also fun. Yes. Pokeball. The Pokeball is Pokeball. fun. Thanks for saying that. It really is. You're welcome. So last week's Pokeball was from our listener, Sarah. What animal inspired Pokemon would you like to see? And boy, do we have answers. So Corey said, I'd like to see a Velociraptor Pokemon. Velociraptors were my favorite dinosaurs growing up, so it'd be great to see that. Not sure I would even care about the typing. Fire, electric, or rock would probably be the most fitting. Rob says Komodo Dragon. Don says every animal in existence already has a Pogo counterpart. Maybe a more interesting question would be what crazy Pokemon do you wish there was a real live animal of? Oh, there's some terrifying, like, like horrifying ones, though. Like, what if... Drifloons? N- no, like... <laughs> Drowsies? I'm just thinking visually, like, the humanoid ones. Like, what if Machamp was real? Ooh. Or, like, Ooh. a Jinx? All right. Be like... Wrap your head around this one, okay? Shuckle. <laughs> No, I don't want that. Have you seen the way Shuckle moves? Wishmer. It's freaky. Wishmer. No. (laughs) Imagine just like walking on the trail and all of a sudden this thing comes out. And the one that you had, that new Astonished and Flamethrower. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. Right? Threat society. He was lit. (laughs) No, thanks. Uh, Blemboy says more puppy Pokemon. Daniel, maybe a Pegasus Pokemon. That'd be cool. Jackie K says, what we really need is a stork Pokemon. Yeah, and it's that's right. Backstory. Team stork. <laughs> <laughs> but Vernade said, I saw this little primate on planet Earth called a Tarsier. Tiny body, huge eyes, interesting looking creature that would make an interesting looking Pokemon. K Taco says, not sure if it's been made yet, but I'd like one based on a Mudskipper or a Leaping Blenny. Any type of walking fish. Let's see. Trent says, we've got a couple of owls already, but I'd love some more owls. A snowy owl, ice and flying owl, maybe. Johnny H. Smith says, my answer for this week would be something that might already exist in Pokemon, but I'm not sure. Would like to see a bearded dragon as a Pokemon. That would be cool. Mm-hmm. Is there a bearded dragon already? Uh, not, not, not really. Yeah. I mean, you okay. can kind of make an argument for that Groudon sort of represents a lot of like ground That's dwelling lizards. nothing like a bearded dragon, though. I mean, no, like, I, I, I know think Kecleon is closer enough. to a, a bearded dragon than Groudon is. Well, he's a chameleon. Yeah, but that's yeah. like a lizard... Bearded dragon would be cool. I agree with that, Johnny. <laughs> so true. this week's Pokepole, if you were a current Pokemon, so something that's already within the Pokemon universe, who would you be? Chris, what would you be? All right. So oh, okay. I already have this answer ready to go. I yes. don't. So we'll give you some time then. So yes. Ness and I, uh, we met because we worked together mm-hmm. a few years ago in a store and all of our friends that we worked with, we had we made this entire list of like what Pokemon everybody was. Yeah. And it was so it was much very fun. accurate too. Yeah, it was a little bit crazy. So uh-huh. I was a little bit offended by my choice, but I, I kinda got over it and now I've learned to love it. Mm-hmm. Um, but everybody told me that I was a Raichu yeah. because I think I'm much cooler than I am apparently. Uh, and Raichu, I don't, I guess, I don't know. Raichu is just kind of a dork. Also big and squeezable. Oh, uh, okay. I like that better. Yeah. Let's go with that. Instead yeah. of all this self-deprecation I'm going through right now. <laughs> and you get to <laughs> hang out with Lieutenant Surge. Oh yeah. Get him with the Dundabolt. <laughs> Hit him right in the Dundabolt. <laughs> all right. Uh, Ness, what did we vote you as? I was Vulpix. Yes. Mm-hmm. What did you want to be? I wanted to be Ninetales. Mm, not yet. <laughs> but no, I had red hair at the time. So the Vulpix made sense. And then I did go blonde for a period of time. So I think 
the nine tails would have been good with that. Also, I got promoted. So it was like evolving. And then, <laughs> you know, I had silver hair for a while. So I was kind of like the Alolan Vulpix. I'm pretty Vulpix, I think is pretty standard for me. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. I think I also wanted to be a Persian, though, because I really like Persian. Who doesn't like Persian? Right. Meowth doesn't like Persian. Right. Yep. That's that's true. Mm-hmm. Always throwing digs at him. Kyle, you got a, you got one or do you want us to tell you what you are? I'm scrolling through Pokemon right now because I was caught <laughs> off guard Ooh, okay. by the question. I hadn't seen from. it. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Oh, no. I'm sure there are other people who could tell me. You it's should have read one. the notes. I did before the show. That's kind of the fun of this. I mean, this the second half of this question is going to be when it's posted. Ask your friends and see if they agree. Mm-hmm. Because, it, I mean, really, that's where you get a good answer. Right. Who's like a really mean but also friendly Pokemon at the same time? You know, like, you know how they portray Snubble? You know how they portray Sour <laughs> Patch bad Kids one. In, the, in the thing? First they're sour yeah. and they're sweet. I feel Naughty like, but nice. I feel yeah, like that, would, that would be me. I just don't know which Pokemon that is. What about what about Charmeleon? Charmeleon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, Charmeleon kind of has like a temper thing. Mm-hmm. But I don't... I, I, maybe he, does, he doesn't have like that sweet half. You know what I mean? He does when he like stands up for Ash in the whole thing. I think that's when he turns into Charizard. Yeah, he turns but, into Charizard because he's trying to win a fight, though, not because he's standing up for Ash. Still, because yeah. he's like I don't, personally I don't know. I think that's too, too hot headed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Like, I'd be and Charmander's too wimpy. You're yeah. not wimpy. I so. also thought maybe what was it? Infernape would have been a Monferno. Good... Monferno, thank Monferno you. Monferno would have been a good one. Yeah, you have to be some sort of I feel like fire type Pokemon, <laughs> Kyle. Okay. Yeah, I agree with that. You're I think a bit you're spicy. A, I think you're a fight. <laughs> you're just you're a little bit spicy, Kyle. That's perfect. The, the typing's good. I just don't know which one it is. Probably Monferno more than in, Infernape, just because it's not the full evolution. Oh, yeah. More yeah. aggressive. I would say, I would say uh-huh. so. It's too bad you don't smoke cigarettes. It could have been Torkoal. I'm okay. No, I'm okay. <laughs> All right. You know, we'll go with Monferno, and I'm going to ask people that I know. I think Monferno's good. See what they tell me. All right. Uh-huh. Then that'll be interesting. And tell us next week. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, again, if you were a Pokemon, what would you be? And then ask around and see if people agree with you. Or you can do what we did way back when and create an entire roster of Pokemon out of the people that you know or work with. Yeah. So if you (laughs) want to share with us the Pokemon that you identify with or what people identify you with. Yeah. I think that was right. Yeah, I think think so. Uh I don't know. It was. uh uh (laughs) Go ahead and answer the question we posted on Facebook, Twitter, or when we post in Discord if you're one of our great, fantastic patrons. Or send us an email to mail at gocastpodcast.com. Oh, I did it. I said the email address. You know what that means? It's email time. (laughs) Email. It's email time. This first one is from, and I'm sorry if I'm saying your name incorrectly, Shyam. Or Shyam uh, had a, a few questions for us. Three rapid fire questions. What is your favorite shiny? What is your highest CP Pokemon? And did Blissey get nerfed too much? And then <laughs> says, thank you for your time, GoCast. Good luck hunting. So why don't we break this down into the three questions that it is? So what is your guys' favorite shiny? And let's just limit it to ones that are currently in Pokemon Go. Ness, you first. My favorite shiny, I think, is my Dragonair. You also don't have to have it. It's my Dragonair. Still is your Dragonair? Yeah. Okay, cool. I couldn't, I just could not evolve it into Dragonite, even with the special moveset, because it's just so pretty and cute. And because Dragonite's green. Yeah. Yeah. It moves from like this really nice, pretty pink Pokemon to a green jelly bean. 
Pete Pete's dragon. <laughs> the big old lima bean yeah. Pokemon. Not into it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Kyle, do you have a favorite shiny Pokemon that's currently in Pokemon Go? I do. It's shiny Kyogre. So okay, I, that's, really? fair. that's fair. I love shiny Kyogre. It's just, it's bright. It's pink. It's like, you see that in a raid and you're like, Ooh, who has a shiny Kyogre? What? <laughs> Can I have two favorites? <laughs> yes. You can have a second favorite. I need the shiny Whalmer. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's, that's fair. fair. That's Shri- also shiny, shiny Whalmer and shiny whale Lord. Shiny kind of whale Lord like. is just funny. But shiny Whalmer is delightful. It I makes do, you giggle uncontrollably. I, I love Whalmer almost as much as I love nose pass, if not equally. Probably. When Shiny Nose Pass comes out, though, I don't know. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, and for myself, I, I don't know. Shiny Wellmer is a really good one. Mm-hmm. It really, really is. Yeah. But probably Shiny Wingle, actually. And I don't have one. Uh, only, only because... He looks the same, exactly the same, except that the tips of his wings have different colors. Yeah. They're green instead of blue. Uh-huh. It's so minute. Like, nobody noticed. You mean like that. Shiny Pikachu? Yeah, but Shiny Pikachu looks like it has sheen on it. Like, Shiny Wingle doesn't even have the sheen. You know what I mean? He has a color change, though. I'd say that's arguably more noticeable. Also, okay. like, Shiny Plusle was really hard because it was enough. just slightly more red. Oh, yeah. God. You know what? Uh, so, Shiny Togepi, I didn't mention this, but Shiny Togepi, the color, like, triangle things on its shell. The triangles and the squares. swapped yeah. colors, mm-hmm. which is pretty much the only thing that's different, except that also his skin tone is, like, instead of that, like, uh, white cream color mm-hmm. that's normally, it's, like, pink. It looks like raw chicken. Oh. And it's kind of it's yeah. weird, kind of oh, gross. Okay. Yeah, so I need to evolve that thing and just be done with it. I don't want to look at it. I thought anymore. you were going to give it to me. I need to give it to you and be done Thank with you. it. Thank you. Thank know, you. But the IVs are just so good. It needs to lead my Toga Palooza group. <laughs> it needs to be the leader of this leader. faction. You need a leader. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, thanks for the email. Next one is from Valdo. He also has a couple of questions for us. What shiny do you guys want to come out next? And his answer was, I want Absol to come back. But in level three raids, Absol is back. Good news for you, Valdo. But what shiny do you guys want to come out next? And let's make this one that isn't out already in Pokemon Go. So kind of the opposite of the previous question. Mm. Yikes. Nose pass. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair Fair enough. Nose pass is a good answer. Easy. (laughs) Kyle, if you're not ready yet. I'm really looking forward to shiny star you and star me. Why? Just because their coloration is really cool. I like the way that their models have been updated to look recently in mm-hmm. Pokemon Go. They That's look fair. really, really good in quality. Mm-hmm. And so the shinies, I think, will just look very sharp. Okay. I think for me, it's going to be the shiny feel line. Really? Yes, really. I was just saying the other day, there's, there's so many Sfeel, and they're all just like, you know, these these perfect round balls all <gasps> over the place. Look at it! I don't even know what color it is. What color is it? He's like a pinkish purple. It's pink. Yes. Okay. I stand by my choice. If shiny Walrein doesn't look like a deranged clown, oh, he's just a big <laughs> pink blob, dude. It's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. Uh-huh. I'm into it. Yeah, they're all pink. I don't even like the color pink unless it's on Outrageous Pokemon. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Or my hair. The next question was, what's your favorite Pokemon type? Which is a pretty straightforward question. Kyle, do you want to go first? I think we all know the answer. It's Ghost. Always Mm -hmm. will be. Definitely is Ghost. So good. Mm -hmm. Ness. I think we did this when we created our trainers that one time. Oh, if you were a gym leader, what would you? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and mine was, I think, Ice Psychic. And you you told me Jinx, and I said no. So I think (laughs) Ice 
I still just ice. We're good. Yeah. We can drop the psychic, avoid the jinx, just yeah. drive around it. We're fine. Right, right, right. Uh, and I, I love fire types. I think they're really cool. That's about mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. You know. So this next email, Ness, you want to take it? Yeah, this is from Emma. Emma says, hey, guys, love your show and listen to it every week. Love the goals section. Well, Emma, you are the only one. Oh, I love it. It's okay. Besides Chris, who is sadistic, the hey, sadistic game somebody's maker. Gotta, somebody's got to be. <laughs> I live in a country town in Western Australia and haven't had a lot of luck on community days recently as we've had a ton of storms, so I haven't been able to go outside. Since I started listening, my partner and I have been setting shiny goals for community days. On Total Dial Day, I set a goal of five and caught two as I got out of my car and then didn't see any until the last 30 minutes where I caught four in a row. That was kind of like Chris on Build'em Day. Yeah, it happens. Chris did that on Build'em Day. Yeah. I finally got to do a five-star raid on community day. And even though we had about 20 people in our group and I only used one Pokemon, he got out of my Pokeball every throw. Yeah, Chris had that happen today too. Oh, that feels so bad. Besties. My favorite shiny is Mareep, but I didn't get one on the catch-up weekend. So now we're waiting for the fiancé and you to get up to the level to trade, right? Yep. Yeah. Cool. Thank you, Emma. Mirroring Chris in every way. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Best of luck to you and your fiancé and your future rain endeavors. Sorry about that. That's kind of a bummer. And your shinies. But you have until the 29th for these current guys. So get out there and give it another shot. Mm -hmm. Uh, Next email is from Bryce. Kyle, you want to take that one? Bryce says, hey, gang, story time. I've been really busy with work the past few days, so I've been getting home late and haven't been able to do any Kyogre or Groudon raids. However, my boss let me leave early on Friday, leaving a couple hours to play before raids ended for the day. As soon as I got to my apartment, I see a legendary egg with 10 minutes left. I rush over and have my fingers crossed that others are waiting for hatch. It hatches into a Groudon, first Groudon raid ever. And we take it down with ease. I put my phone down to warm up my hands before I tried to catch it. And the people next to me start freaking out. I was confused at first. And then they told me to look at my phone. Shiny ground on my first raid of the event. Wow. Wow. Congratulations. Not fair. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're, that's great. That That's fantastic. Wish everybody yeah. all the shiny luck for legendary raids. Yes. Wish you all the best of luck with your raids this week. Hopefully you all pull some shinies. Well, thanks. thanks. Hopefully. Keeping my fingers crossed Thank for that Groudon you. one day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Could really use some more Groudon. I just got the one now, but we all need candy, right? Yeah. So there's that. All right. Last email is from Jack. Hi, all. First, I really enjoy the show. Well, we really enjoy your email, so thank you. I don't usually get much luck with Pokemon Go, but today that all changed. I just wanted to share that with you. So it was really busy on the day of the Phoebus challenge, Mm -hmm. which meant I could only spend one stop between 10 a.m. and 1 p.m. He's in England to get a Phoebus task. I didn't get a chance to complete the task until midnight when he's writing this. I was just about to go to bed, brushing my teeth, and decided to get my daily research stamp completed early. So I didn't have to worry about it the next day. When I clicked the encounter, I saw this. It says, see attached. It's a... it's, a, it's an attachment of a shiny Phoebus. <laughs> From one challenge, one stop, the only one I managed to get was an 83% shiny Phoebus. I woke the dog with my excitement. I love this thing. Luck can change people. Again, really enjoy the show, Jack. You are the luckiest person Ab- of the Phoebus absolutely. event, I think. I believe so. Yes. The yeah, luckiest. 100%. Yeah, so Good for you, Jack. Good on you. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, dude, you are Skewing. the outlier. Yeah, all of the, the all of the data just like lurched upwards. <laughs> <laughs> so good for you, Jack. That's awesome. Keep it up. 
Uh, the last one is from Jake. Uh, he had a very short question. Um, could you explain how TMs work, particularly charged TMs? Um, this is kind of like, again, a, kind of a visit to something that we don't normally talk about. But I guess TMs can kind of be sort of confusing if you've never used them before. So every Pokemon has a move pool. It can have a certain number of quick attacks and a certain number a certain number of quick attacks and a certain number of charged attacks. It's different for every Pokemon. It all depends on basically what Niantic ends up giving them. We talk about this a lot, but they can only roll one at a time until you unlock a second charged move now. And when you use a TM on a Pokemon, it consumes it and it randomly rolls the dice to get to another move for that type, whether it's quick or charged. It doesn't matter. What's the difference between quick and charge moves? Well, so quick moves are what happens when you just you tap neutrally. You can use them as many times as you mm-hmm. want. They usually have a very small window of attack, something like 500 milliseconds, I think, would be a really long quick move. Each quick move also generates energy when it's used. How much energy depends on the quick move itself. And when you reach a certain energy level, you can use the charged move. That energy level depends for every charged move. And then you have a button in the center of your screen, you hit the button, and then that consumes all the energy. So, okay, now knowing that, if if I've never used a TM before, how do I use a TM in a Pokemon in order to, you know, kind of re-roll the dice and, and get a new move, either quick or charged, depending on which TM I use? Well, thankfully, the game makes it pretty easy to use your items because you can go to the Pokemon you want to use. You open up the little collapsible menu and you hit items, scroll down to your TM, click. It's going to ask and make sure you want to use it. And then it's going to happen and it's going to tell you what you get. You don't get to pick. You don't get any kind of, it's all luck. You could use 10 and not get the one you want. So it's just like rolling the dice for a move. Right. Although I will have to say with the introduction of the second charge move, it will ask you which one you want to replace. Mm -hmm. And that's nice. That's good to know. I haven't used a, a TM on a secondary move yet. Yeah, yeah, it's it's nice. Um, especially some of these move pools for some people for charge moves are like only two or three. So you probably will not run into that very often. But if you do, now you know what to expect. So hopefully, Jake, that answers your question. And if you at home have also been wondering that, well, Jake asked it for you. If you have questions that you think others might be too afraid to ask or... You just want to ask them yourself, go ahead and send it to mail at gocastpodcast.com or you can visit our website at gocastpodcast.com. Click on the little contact us tab and fill out that handy dandy form and that'll send us an email straight away to our inbox. You can also follow us on Twitter at gocastpodcast. We retweet and respond to people all the time if it's news we'll talk about it if it's our pokeball question we post that and talk about it there same thing with our facebook just look for GoCast podcast on facebook and if you'd like to help support this show and gain access to our patron exclusive discord go to patreon.com that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com forward slash GoCast podcast or just visit our website i've got links and stuff there you should be good to go and we're going to wrap it up here But before we do, Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to set some goals. You guys ready? Yes. All right. Ness. So I am about 800,000 away from level 39. So I'm going to start hitting the XP kind of hard, I think. So let's start with 300,000 XP for next week. 
that'll put me at almost 2.5 million out of 3 million. Nice. Okay. Um, I'd also like to get a shiny Groudon or Kyogre. And I would like to catch a Cubone for my Meltan quest. Uh, you got your hands full this week. I know. It's going to be a busy week. Nice. Okay, cool. Kyle, your turn. All right. I am 500,000 away from level 38. And okay. my goal is going to be to get to level 38. Okay. Wow. So right. I have that. Okay. It's not as impressive as it sounds. I have a best friend coming up in six days. So as long as they don't mess up, we're good. That's not it either. Because I'm walking more, I have a standing goal right now. I'm not sure I'm going to complete it this week. But I want to finish 50K, 50 kilometers for Adventure Sync. That's That's on my list. No promises for this week, though. Okay. Anything else? Level 38 and 50k in Avengers Inc.? I really want to get a shiny Groudon. We're going to put that on the list, but mm-hmm. I'm not hopeful. Mm-hmm. All right. Sounds good to me. I'm also looking for a shiny Groudon this week, and I am also looking to hatch a ton of eggs again, but I'm going to focus on 7Ks, <laughs> and I really want to hatch an Absol or a Mawile. I mean, I want to say that I want to get a shiny out of it, but I know it probably won't happen, but I just want to hatch an Absol. I don't know why. I think it'd be kind of a cool thing to have as a goal is to hatch an Absol. So we'll see it if that happens. Okay. All right. So that's, that's the three of us. Like, we're good. That's wow. it. That's it for this week, this episode. Oh, I, you know, I did forget. If you guys would be so kind, please leave us a review on iTunes and or Stitcher if you enjoy the show. Otherwise, you know, just keep listening. That's cool, too. We appreciate that just as much, I guess. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. So enjoy the, the last few legs of this uh, Hoenn event. Mm-hmm. And we'll see you guys next week for episode 31. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.